but it was the nicest mugging ever. We got to walk around the city, told all these great stories, and then, all right, give me uh, 40 bucks each. Uh, I'll go get you tickets to the WOMAD festival. Mm-hmm. And he walked into a hotel <laughs> and then walked out the other door. <laughs> we were just standing there. But we had such a nice tour of San Francisco that. That was Kevin Klein, co-owner of Front Porch Restaurant in Vernal Heights. I'm your host, Jeff Hunt. Welcome to Storied San Francisco, a weekly podcast where San Franciscans from all walks of life share their stories, and you get to know your neighbors. I fell in love with Front Porch the first time I ate there, back in 2006 when it opened. In this podcast, Kevin tells the story of how he got to San Francisco from Florida, where he grew up, to Boston, where he went to college. It's definitely one of those the journey and the destination stories. Here's Kevin. My dad's clan uh, came from West Virginia. Um, after the after the war, uh, my granddad went back to West Virginia. And was a he was a Sunday school teacher and a teacher, and he had a. Ford dealership, Klein Ford, you know, <laughs> uh, that went, well, it didn't go bankrupt. It was going to go bankrupt, but he didn't like the idea of not paying everybody everything he owed. Mm-hmm. So he paid everybody everything he owed and uh, really had almost like a kind of a Great Depression Joad family trek from West Virginia down to Florida, where his parents owned like a little cinder block vacation getaway in wow. uh, Largo, Florida, which is, you know, like in the middle of Pinellas County, like about as far away from the beach on either side as you could get. Oh, that's <laughs> like right Pinellas. in the middle, right yeah. in the middle. Okay, got it. But um, and so so my, my dad uh, from age, I think, 10, 9 or 10, lived in, uh, in Pinellas County, Florida um, with, <sighs> and then, you know, fast forward, uh, I grew up there too. <laughs> and, um, and as soon as I could get out of there, I, I left, uh, went to school in Boston and, um, like, then, like right out of high school, kind of like 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. Went to school. And then, um, as soon as I could get out of there, you're like, <laughs> it's <bought> cold. I bought <laughs> a motorcycle this. and decided to you know travel West and, uh, was wanted to hit San Francisco cause that was the, you know, the beat, beat generation dream. And that, that those were the books that I was reading. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful cross country thing. And I ran out of money and, uh, had bartended in Boston. So I just got a bartending gig, uh, out here in San Francisco, thinking that I would eventually get enough money to move back, you know, to uh, move back to Boston. I was going to or- move in with a friend in New York or maybe Tampa or maybe, you know, it was uncertain, but, this uh, this wasn't necessarily the destination, but it was definitely part of the journey. And I wanted to wanted to live here for a while. Right, um, those are a lot of a lot of very different places, and like kind of bouncing from one extreme. Um, can you talk a little bit more about growing up in Florida? Like, was there ever a time that you dug it? I did like Florida, and I think uh, in a sense, I, I feel like I got some of the best of it. Uh, my uh, group of friends, you know, had a great group of friends, played in bands, uh, you know, played in, in Tampa. You know, we did a little alt country band called the Rubes. And, awesome. you know, that w- that might have been where I was 
heading back to, uh, you know, doing around the, around the country uh, mm -hmm. and maybe staying there and, um, and, you know, kind of pursuing that. Probably would have ended up bartending there as well. Yeah, what else is a philosophy degree good for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, philosophy major? Yeah. Philosophy. I'm an English Literature. major, English major, philosophy minor. Yeah, kind of the same with me. We, yeah, we two got the useless right degrees. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. Epistemology of poetry. That's oh, shit. my official. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a fancy way of saying just read books. <laughs> yeah, I like to read books. Uh, um, wait, you said, so you said Tampa? Were you living in Tampa for a while? Uh, I, I, like, but, but before before you... Yeah, uh, I was living in, in the Clearwater, St. Pete area, which is across their bay. That's kind of their East Bay. Uh, got there is tampa's east bay or maybe i got the directions mixed up at any rate it's a the other side of the bay from tampa is it and a little bit cooler like oakland no just kidding it is now yes it is it absolutely right. is right. um but there was always a good good music down there good music and a good poetry scene and uh you know it was it was a really fun place to grow up um, yeah good local radio station and you know that kind of stuff you are about my age. I'm 46. So I, so I wonder, I mean, I, I, I'm from Texas, like I said, I wasn't in Florida, but I wonder if like some of our circles, um, Probably, I, I, yeah. I was in a band uh, in Texas <laughs> and then I, and then we moved to Maryland. But, um, but yeah, so, so what, uh, I, I didn't know you were a musician, but do you, what do you play? I played guitar and wrote some, you know, songs and uh, played the mandolin and harmonica, all of it. Like, all of it good enough to play along with somebody who was really good, you know. Right, right. <laughs> that was that was kind of the level I got to. <laughs> awesome, and that was um. So the, is all that before you ever left to go to college, or? Uh, yeah. Where is that in your timeline? It, it was like uh, you know coming back for from breaks. Uh, that was what I was doing during college. Okay. And then, yeah. Cool, and, and um, a little bit before too. Yeah. And when would you say you started getting into uh, reading in general and, and beats more specifically? Uh, I, was, I was 14 and there's a shiny book on my dad's shelf uh, that turned out to be Galapagos uh, by Kurt Vonnegut. And um, I'd stared at it for years, you know, just from when I was very young, just had that, that uh, like shiny turquoise metallic and it just kept calling to me. And my dad once once said, "You're too smart to not be reading all the time. Go mm. pick out a book." <laughs> and wow. so I went right through it. And you know, within like the the first ten twenty pages, there's every curse word you can imagine. There's uh, it's so funny. I was like, "Oh, I love reading. This is uh, you know, this, this is fantastic." And uh, so I think Kurt Vonnegut was probably the he was the the entryway. Mm -hmm. But and then yeah. how did how did you get into beat writers and beat poets? Uh, uh, girls, you know, <laughs> my girl, my girlfriend, <laughs> so like, I, I checked it out. Um, but I used to go, I used to get to go to Kerouac days, uh, which was in Boston, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, met Allen Ginsberg at, at like a little workshop there. And, uh, just really inspired by the, you know, their, their traveling, their, you know, their sense of, uh, compassion. Uh, their sense of fun um so uh, you know that's that struck me as, uh, and a living life 
yeah to and the they, fullest. you know they they were really well read and but didn't seem to be obnoxious about it and uh, that right. was kind of that was kind of what i was trying to do myself so when you got on that motorcycle, like, what was your idea of San Francisco? Had you ever been here before? Like, you know, what kind of picture I, yeah. did you? I had visited uh, during college. A buddy of mine had had flown out and uh, with a couple hundred bucks each, and we uh, visited L.A. and San Francisco and just bummed bummed around at the time. Uh, got you know, our first night here, we just assumed that we would be able to sleep anywhere we wanted and uh, <laughs> whoa hotels are really expensive <laughs> and then um so we we actually stayed the first night in um yerba buena park which we just thought was a you know we got kicked out of ended up spending the first night really in denny's but long live hence my love affair of uh, restaurants yeah <laughs> uh, that denny's but, on mission right it's the one you're talking yeah, about over by your yeah, exactly. okay, yeah i know that one but my, um, but we we spent a couple of weeks in uh, in California, and then after a few days visit to LA, I, I actually bought a bicycle and rode my bike up back to San Francisco. I was so drawn to it, you know. I, I just loved the way it looked. I loved the I loved the temperature. I loved the everyone was a little bit kooky uh, at the time, you know. It was like it was really. Uh, a, a really interesting time it was that was like 95 or something like that mm -hmm. you know um and right before the first dot com or yeah maybe, maybe were, in, you know, yeah the people who were talking to themselves weren't doing it via bluetooth we <laughs> 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 had really you know weird weird cool stories and um uh yeah even we even got mugged for uh but it was the nicest mugging ever we got to walked around the city, told all these great stories. And then, all right, give me uh, 40 bucks each. Uh, I'll go get you tickets to the WOMAD festival. Uh -huh. And he walked into a hotel <laughs> and then walked out the other door. <laughs> we were just standing there, but we had such a nice tour of San Francisco that even, it's... even our, even our mugging was enjoyable. Well, it's almost like they worked a little bit. Exactly. Yes. So it's like no, a little I, payment. <laughs> I wasn't going to, yeah, you can't, I, I couldn't find them, but even if we could find them, we had, no chance of getting it back, I reckon. But uh, but San Francisco left a really good uh, taste in my mouth. Uh, I I like the flavor of it. Can we go back just quickly? You rode your bike from L.A. to San Francisco, like, and you're not. A, I'm going to say like you're not a cyclist. You're no, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, but but I was I was 19 so, <laughs> or 20 or something. Like that. that but uh, but uh, I I did you know. Florida's flat, so riding a bike, you know, you can ride a bike 50 miles, uh, you know, it takes some effort, but it's not, you don't have to be, you know, pro, pro athlete to do it. Um, and I, I had done a lot as a kid, mm -hmm. uh, but I hadn't done it in a long time. So, uh, and apparently there's a headwind uh, from <laughs> that I rode right into, which I didn't know about. I saw a lot of people going the other way. And, uh, <laughs> Fast. Yeah, I was like, wow, um, that looks great. No, but I think that speaks to, well, I mean, of course it speaks to being young, but it speaks to like, um, you like just fucking doing, doing it. Like you, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm sure like the price of a bike in 95 or whatever it was, was, yeah. and you're, and you're just like, and I'm free and I'm just going to fucking do this. That was it. That was exactly it. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, there was no real fear, uh, 
probably naively so, but like, uh, I didn't think that, you know, I thought I could talk myself out of anything. I could, I could meet people if I needed help, I would find it. Uh, I didn't need, need much at the time. So, right. Um, so yeah, it was, but there was a sense of like, I could do this. Right. Not, not unlike, when we first opened the front porch, <laughs> okay. also, also a little bit naively, oh, I can do this. I can do this. Awesome. I'm but, glad you can make that connection. And, and, and of course we'll get to that in a minute, but um, yeah, that's, I, were you alone on this? Bike I was. Fuck, yeah, I, was. I love it. I love it. So that was your first trip uh, to California and your first trip to, to San Francisco. Yeah. And yeah. so um, did you say that's in the middle of like, you were still going to school in Boston or? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I was still so going to school in Boston. So it's just a summer break, and a buddy of mine from Florida, you know, one of those buddy tickets. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone, someone knew somebody who worked for the airlines, and we had to wear a button-up shirt, which was difficult to, for us both to find, but we <laughs> we did. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, and and uh, when did your bartending? Uh, well, yes. So bartending, start? bartending started in Boston. Um, that was a. Um, as soon as I turned 21. So, uh, you know, I, I was waiting tables in Boston uh, to get myself, uh, you know, through college. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and then as soon as I t- turned 21, I be- wanted to bartend because uh, it was really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's it still is. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. still a lot of fun to bartend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, was at, I worked at a place where uh, it was a, I don't know. Uh, it was Swingers that movie? It was it was like uh, an embodiment of that. So enormous martinis and <laughs> you know huge cosmopolitans and Mar- and Manhattan's and yeah, uh, future yeah. hangovers. Yes, yeah. Got it. <laughs> Got People it. would still complain that they weren't strong enough. But I was like, what? <laughs> ten ounce martinis. Oh well, I um, know uh, I know from experience um, that Rock Bar can pour strong drinks. Yes. Yes. That's why I get I get beer when I go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, any, yeah. so how long um how, how long did you bartend in Boston before you came out here? Uh, just about two, just about two years. Okay. Um, and um, and then, uh, you know, so enough, save up some money, buy an old motorcycle, and so I was have cash enough to get across the country. I thought I thought I had enough cash oh, to get across, but. Uh, yeah. And when when did you make that decision that San Francisco, at least for this trip that you you know thought it was going to be a trip, um, how did that come about? Uh, yeah, I I had a friend whose couch I knew I could uh, stay on, and I did that for a couple of weeks. And uh, <laughs> very, uh, you know, he said, you know, you really need to look up Jenny, who was my wife now we had dated in college but then also hadn't dated in college for a while uh but you should look her up you guys are both grown you know so i did and i was soon off of his couch and and on mm-hmm. to, onto hers uh, <laughs> and then we um, yeah within like a couple of days we were together have been she ever was, since she was already living here or she was already living here yeah she oh. had been living there for a couple of years Okay. And I'm guessing this is like uh, late 90s now? Yeah. yeah 98, 99 or so? We're to 98. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's hear about we that. Got it. 
let's hear about that trip across America, man. I I love the the just the imagery of like you you're in Boston, you get on a motorcycle, and you're like eight or three thousand miles. Let's do this. Yeah. So I I had a friend that I I bartended with who was going to do it with me. Uh, you know, so we were we both had our motorcycles. We were both ready to do it, and then at the last minute he didn't. And um, yeah, I was like, well, I'm going. And, uh, and I, I did, and it was, it was, uh, went in the kind of the end of like the end of September, right. As it was nice and it was kind of starting to get chilly, um, visited my family in West Virginia, uh, visited my family in Indiana, you know, I had just, and then, then explored, didn't have any other agenda the, the whole rest of the way, you know, uh tasted every bug <laughs> every bug that there was um, yeah and got got almost almost trapped on the continental divide in a snowstorm you know like had to buy like a pair of gas station gloves to go over my gloves Whoa. you know and i just i did i didn't want to be snowed in so i rode in the snow f- for a whole night it's like if and that, that was a monetary thing it was like i if i get stuck here I have no job, no money, no nothing. Like, I'm going to be have, stuck here for the whole winter. Right. You didn't even have fellow travelers that you could then cannibalize. Yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> exactly. alone. That's scary I shit. Would, have, you have to meet somebody, befriend them, then cannibalize them. Then eat them. Yes. <laughs> meet, them meet them and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you, um, so, but you, it didn't really, I mean, it slowed you down a little bit, but you're like. Yeah. And then, you, you, know, you, already, the, you had that sense of adventure already like yeah like, i did I'm do this. and uh yeah i think i had enough money to get back back home whether that was to florida or new york or or boston and then um in vegas i thought that i could beat uh blackjack okay <laughs> and ended up running out of like everything but about 25 dollars, which was enough to get me to my friend's couch <laughs> Oh shit! Out of Las Vegas. Wow, you took a, a detour to Vegas, right? That's not yeah. a straight shot. It's no, that was yeah, yeah. There was a little little dippy do there. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's talk about. Uh, I mean, you already talked about your your friend's couch a little bit. Where where what part of town was that? Uh, that was in the Panhandle. Okay. Yeah. So were you between your your first trip out here? a few years before that and and then like were you already kind of getting a sense of the city and neighborhoods and that kind of thing yeah i um you know being and, and, the, and from your tour where you paid the dude to mug you or whatever <laughs> yeah exactly yeah had that place all mapped out uh but um no i did i did i liked i liked walking around it uh i liked riding a bicycle around it i liked riding a motorcycle around it um almost in a sense trying to get a, a map of the map of the city in my head um uh so yeah i liked it i liked it out there um when i moved to 29th and church which is like really close to where i am now i was like this is this and the and bernal and where i am right now i thought this is really i don't know if i could ever ever leave here you know like my sense of adventure uh it, you know it had found a, a and it an end in the sense you know like uh there's other adventures but i knew that 
they were going to start from here. That was Kevin Klein. Check back Thursday for part two, when Kevin will tell us all about his life in San Francisco, including the story of how he and Josie White opened the front porch. Music for Storied San Francisco is by Otis McDonald. Photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. The show is hosted and produced by me. Over on our website, storiedsf.com, you can browse through the 120-plus episodes we've done over the last three years. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you see an option to rate and review what we do, we'd really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback or people you think should be on the podcast, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay healthy.